Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. So you're thinking about repurposing your podcast into a YouTube video. But even though it sounds easy, it's maybe not. Because different audiences and different platforms have got different needs. So let's dig into today how I repurposed the Podcast Accelerator in detail to a YouTube video. This, of course, is the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asquith, CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, where we make podcast technology that includes the world's only growth-oriented podcast host, Captivate.fm, the only hosting platform that proactively releases brand new features every single week each of them intended to help your podcast to grow. So if you're thinking, okay, Marco, I'm ready to launch a podcast, choose Captivate as your home. If you're a podcaster that's been podcasting for a while and you're tired of senior analytics, just plateau. Maybe you should think about working with a host that helps with that, all right? It's time to try Captivate for seven days at Captivate.fm. Also, a big shout out to the team at Aweber, who are my email marketing platform of choice. There's a reason that we integrate Captivate with Aweber, and there's a reason that I personally use Aweber for all of my marketing needs. And that reason is simple. It is free to start. It is powerful when it comes to what you can do when it comes to building your email list. And first and foremost, most importantly, it is simple to get started with and to use. So if you're a podcaster wondering how the heck do I engage my audience, please consider Aweber. You can do it free, no credit card required, over at markasquith.com forward slash Aweber. How do I turn the Podcast Accelerator podcast into a YouTube video? Well, you might be thinking it's as simple as just pressing repurpose in Captivate or publish to YouTube in Captivate. And whilst that is an option, and I could do a nice templated video with a picture of me and some audio waveforms, it's not what I choose to do. Have done that, but I don't think that's the best way to do it. And I'm going to talk to you about why in just a second. But before I do that, I just want to give you a shout out to go and check out the podcast marketing tutorial that we have over at captivate.fm forward slash marketing. It's the most comprehensive podcast marketing tutorial that there is. And I believe that you will learn something today that you can action right now if you go and read it. So go and check it out at captivate.fm forward slash marketing. So, I could very easily, I could very easily take the audio from my podcast, run it through a repurposing tool, much like the beta test that we're in with Captivate at the minute, where I can press a button and just upload my audio to YouTube with a nice image and a waveform playing over it. But 
when we decided to build a YouTube channel for Rebel Base Media and, of course, include a playlist, which is the Podcast Accelerator, we we, we kind of did that with the back catalogue and realised very quickly that it wasn't going to work for the long term. And we made some mistakes as well, okay? So turning your podcast into a YouTube video is not as easy as it sounds because if it was easy then it would be easy to build each channel. But the point is that each channel has its own nuances, its own things that it needs. And ultimately, the thing that I want you to understand is that different audiences want different things. So a podcast audience wants different things to a YouTube audience. So here is how we, number one, turn the podcast accelerator into a YouTube video. Number two, some lessons that I learned when I started doing that, okay? So I'll tell you the how, and then I'll tell you the things that I would not do again, the mistakes that we made and the lessons that we learned. So you may be watching this on YouTube now, or maybe you're listening to it via your podcast app. Either, either, you will get the same audio. Now, why am I saying that? Well, I could very easily, right now I'm going to do it, so a heads up, there's some audio incoming. I could very easily press the button to play my intro for my podcast. All right, ready? Three, two, one. My audio is there. Now, I use a Rodecaster Pro and I also use a Zoom setup as well, either the L8 or the new P8. I switch between those three products. And I've got this wired into my computer. I've got it wired in to record to an SD card on the Rodecaster. But I've also got it wired in, if you're watching on YouTube right now, so youtube.com slash Media, I've got it wired into the camera right there in front of me. And the camera, Canon EOS 80D with a Sigma 20mm 1.4 lens on it, which gives me this nice background in the background, uh, sorry, this nice blur in the background, it's getting the audio from the roadcaster. So the audio recording, it's the same. It's the same, okay? And what we do is I just, I record this into the roadcaster and then I send the video to Stephen, who is our fantastic editor, and Stephen edits the video down for me. Now, this is the important thing because I don't do anything else. I don't do anything else when it comes to, like, the tech side of it or the editing side. However... That editing part is very, very important. So that's really as simple as it gets. The roadcaster that I would record into anyway, I'm just recording the audio into the camera as well. And I'm just using a little quarter-inch jack lead to do that out of the roadcaster headphone port into the microphone input on the camera. And it's that simple. There's no complex tech required. And if you want, I can, you know, let me know in the comments. I can work through your own particular spec on that if you like. But the key and the mistakes that we made early on and the differences between these videos and the audio is in the editing. And this is why a lot of people just press the repurpose button or they go to Captivate and publish to YouTube because they don't need to do the editing. But I posit that it is better to do some specific YouTube editing. Now, let me explain why. When we first started publishing the Accelerator, I started doing this. So again, music incoming, three, two, one. All right, wouldn't it be fantastic if you had a YouTube version, blah, 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 blah. And I'd go through my intro and I would do this and I would talk through it and you would get on YouTube the same intro that you have now. I'm going to stop the music. And the problem with that is that whilst it was easy for me and it felt good because I was like, well, wait a second, I'm filming myself. Like, surely that's good enough for YouTube. The problem with that was that the YouTube audience don't want that. They didn't want the Aweber pre-roll or the Captivate pre-roll. The YouTube audience is different. They want the content quicker. So what we did after about 15, 20 episodes is we decided to cut the audio 
Okay, so what I will do now, if you notice, what I do, if you listen to the audio version, you'll get the intro with the uh, the music, and you'll get the pre-tease of the content, and you'll get the Aweber and the Captivate pre-rolls, but you'll notice that I leave a very short gap, and then I reintroduce the topic. So if you're listening to the audio version, I reintroduce the topic, okay? It's at that point that Stephen, our fantastic video editor, will start the video. So he crops all the beginning bit off the video. So you don't get the music on YouTube anymore. You don't get the Aweber. You don't get the ca- uh, Captivate pre-rolls. Because I learned from YouTube and from my audience. Some people shouted at me on LinkedIn for doing it uh, and having the intro in there on YouTube. Some people shouted at me on YouTube. So we had to be agile and, and change and iterate. So Stephen cuts it. So you will only ever now see the video diving straight in. But the key thing is we don't do any other editing on the audio. You get my raw, unfiltered audio. And the reason for that is because that's why people tune in to the podcast for my unedited raw thoughts. However, YouTube is a different audience. They're used to nice jump cuts. They're used to nice editing and they're used to a certain quality level. It's why I invested in some lighting and this nice background that you'll see on YouTube and this lens to give this nice bokeh effect, this blur behind me. They expect more of the editing style from my YouTube videos. So what Stephen also does is he jump cuts, okay? He will put jump cuts in between. So now he's going to do a jump cut. The jump cut was there, all right? You see the jump cut between what I was doing and, and, and kind of he'll go from, you know, me talking about one thing and edit it through to be more seamless. And you'll see the jump. You'll see the staggered editing, all right? So you'll see me go from here to here in a jump, okay? Now, the reason for that is that it can be succinct. It can be more succinct. So a seven or an eight minute podcast episode where you like me to wax lyrical, you like to get into it with me because that's what the brand is built upon. The YouTube video is more succinct. All right. It's tighter. And the reason for that is that YouTube expects that. Okay. My audience on YouTube expects that. Now, that's not to say that you need to add that level of editing to your videos. The point that I'm getting at there and the reason that I wanted to share that process and those lessons with you is that you can't simply repurpose. In my view, unless you are happy to kind of not grow the YouTube channel, you can't expect your YouTube channel to grow if you're just pushing content up that's repurposed, okay? You have to be channel specific. My podcast has to be serving the podcast audience and my video has to be serving the YouTube audience. And thus, we do more editing and more thoughtfulness around the cutting and the splicing and the succinctness of the YouTube video. So try it. You know, you'll be very impressed when you come up with your first highly edited YouTube video. It doesn't honestly add that much work to it, okay? It probably adds another 30, 35 minutes if you've got a short form show to the process. Now, I know there's so much to do as a podcaster, but if you're serious about growing your audience, you should be serious it's about YouTube as a channel. So learn from those lessons and let me know how you get along. If you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments if you want any gear recommendations or some ideas around structuring your show. If you're listening to the audio, go and check out youtube.com forward slash rebel base media and you'll see what I am talking about. All right. So let me know what I can do. And here is to you always being captivating.